Let me just introduce the team, the small team I brought with me. Over in the red corner, David Fraser. Why don't you, actually, why don't you guys who come with me, why don't you stand? This is Dave. Yes, okay. Dave uh, owns his own company, but he also is a speaker for the Ravi Zacharias Trust. So very good guy to get into local schools and all of that. And a brilliant guy himself. Uh, and he'll do it for free, completely for free. And it's absolutely fine. Well. And he sings and dances. So this is Dave. Then we have Elaine, who's part of our city congregation as well. And, and also Sue over here. Come on, you've got to stand up, Sue. You've got to stand... She's not going to stand. She is going to stand. She stood. And then my lovely wife of 33 years this year, Jo, who basically looks the same as when I first met her. So that's not bad. And um, uh, we are open to God. So I'm trusting not just myself, but these guys and some of you as well may have like a, a word of knowledge or some kind of prophetic word. God wants to speak to us, I'm sure. And then just a shameless plug, I, I did ask Luke if I could do this before. I don't know if the slide is going to work or if it's too pixelated or what it looks like, or even if it's on. Uh, no, the, yeah, not really a church, churchy event, except that I'm running it. Um, it's a literary event with a clap. It's going to be cheesy. That's Valentine's Day for the guys. Uh, and it's not, it's not going to be che- poems of attempted seduction and, I'm sure, successful lows, the laughter the tears, and it'll be in two parts, and a great event. If you want to come along, you'd be welcome to come along. You have to go to quicket.co, mention that, quicket, with a Q. And if you do want to find out any more, non-believing friends too, who love literature. So if you can't stand the idea of some kind of high people like T.S. Eliot and Dylan Thomas or W.B. Yeats or Wendy Cope or any of those... Uh, what we're going to look at, I'm going to briefly speak for 35 minutes, and I've got a timer, but um, I'm going to speak for 35 minutes on the Holy Spirit and boldness, power, some power from God, that's what we need. And I would suggest in world, we've actually put a huge amount of effort into teaching evidence that our scriptures are rooted in rigorous vacuum. I guess that's because Billy Graham and evangelists like him were so, so content, and it's kind of very thin. And so there was a great kind of move, amazing Francis Schaeffer. He's not very well read nowadays, which is a shame. Um, Faith is reasonable, that God helps us in family life and in work life uh, to present ourselves just as reasonable people with a coherent worldview, we are reasonable people with a coherent worldview. Single atheist, which is you believe in a God that you can't see, that your sins are forgiven. You believe in a Jesus who was born of a virgin and, and bred, died for the sins of the world, rose again. Super. Now, we actually need to admit that. Yes, irreversibly supernatural. So there is this blending and the fact that God intervenes and God is the supernatural. It's not in the natural alone. We do believe in historical reduce Christianity or to try and make it more palatable by reducing principles is not really being thoroughly honest with them. Let me me put it in C.S. Lewis's words. He said this, do not attempt to water crystal left out. So far as I can see, Christianity is precisely the one argue for supernaturalism 
from the very outset. Today, or now we're all in agreement on this, but it's actually how do you live the business of the Holy Spirit coming and particularly giving us boldness. Here's a few teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of everywhere Christianity has gone, schools, and later, a little later, not very much later, usually of the Christian faith as it spread throughout the world. But it doesn't end there. Among the people. If you think of Jesus' ministry, that's the balance that you get. That's why, why did Nicodemus come to Jesus at night? It says it there in John's that you're doing. The miracles were the apologetics. Old Testament truthfulness of what was being said, either by Moses or by the apostles. That backed up that they were actually from God. That's why Nicodemus came to Jesus. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed would experience the same power. Luke 24, 49. Behold, I am sent till you are clothed with power from on high. So this kind of income of power that would enable them to do actually the infilling of the power of the Holy Spirit enables you to preach unto a sick and to see God move in power. I mean I suppose this is my verse Acts 1 verse will receive power. That's a, that's just an amazing promise if you just looked at that. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon all Judea and Samaria and even to the remotest parts of the earth. I mean, that's a, the normal kind of ministry description in 1 Corinthians 2, 1 to or of wisdom. Although every preacher, obviously, every preacher wants to be uh, winsome in their approach. Paul says, you know, you remember he speaks your wisdom, proclaiming to you the testimony of God. For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus and in much trembling... And my message, and my, so the power wasn't in him. It wouldn't have been a surprise if he looked like that. He probably, the power of God came upon him. Anyway, so I was with you in weakness, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, but on the, the power of God. Isn't that so that your faith would not rest on the wisdom of men, but on the wisdom of God? Wouldn't you expect it to end that way? He doesn't say that. It was not in persuasive words of wisdom, but demonstration of the spirit and power so that your faith would not rest on the... There's something additional to just understanding needs your own heart and mind when you're reading scripture. Something additional to... ...charged or awakened. And they're awakened by the spirit. And many west there, but, and that the emphasis is actually wrong, but actually preaching in Jesus' ministry... Preaching with demonstration of the Spirit's power. That's what we see all through the Gospels. It's a, an accurate description too of Philip's in the book of Acts where, where there was much joy and Barnabas and of all the major Christian preachers in the New So true, of every Christian preacher throughout church, when something additional happens... And the people come to Christ. That's what we mean by revival. Many, many people getting baptized in the Holy Spirit at the same time. Being filled with impossible cases. Getting convicted of their sin and coming to Christ. Holy Spirit and power. And Paul is saying that that was his normal. I don't believe there is such a thing as ordinary believers, do you? You're not an ordinary believer. Having of the power of the Holy Spirit as well. 
in order for a real extrovert to be an evangelist, and you say, I'm not an evangelist. No, well, don't be an evangelist. Be an ordinary believer filled with the Holy Spirit and just unstop the Holy Spirit. And so I want to look at our own experience in Acts 1.8. You shall receive power. What is this bit called? It's not exactly Fishhook, is it? Is, what is it? Is there not, there's no suburb or... Sun Valley. So it's Sun... Oh, of course, yeah. Anyway, never mind. So, Sun Valley. So, you know, you'll be my witnesses here. That was a full... In Cape Town, to the ends of the earth, it's like an expansive... My own experience was this. I was converted when I was 20. I was a well-read, hostile, I would say. I knew that God didn't exist... Um, the only contact I had with Christians, or something like that, which, which Christians do in England actually quite a lot. Uh, we've actually done, done hardly anything in the streets. Maybe, we, maybe a time's coming when we're attacked with Christians. I knew of one or two, at, and not, not at school. Uh, I had no friends who were Christians, and what they deserve. And so, never went to church, obviously. And uh, I couldn't have religion in the school, and then... And then it changed back again now, um, born again. And through this experience of being born again, he had found the breakdown. And um, he gave me, I said, what did they give you before they took you? It's literally true. I, put, I, was going to, I was about to start Ulysses by James Clit, and I began reading it carefully, a close reading, deliberately to find the contradictions, the fails that fly, or whatever it was that was in the... I knew a little more of the Bible than that, but friend, present the evidence. He'd come back to his senses, repent of his nonsense, and come back to the story. But instead of that, this happened. And in, I mean, I didn't even know that. I knew that there wasn't such a thing as truth with a big T. I mean, that's just intolerant. Conversion was really a darkness to light conversion. And it was quite dramatic. In the dream, there were Christian people saying, come with us. You know, and I thought, yeah, they really care. There were my friends who I did know who were saying, what on earth are you doing? Except in more colourful language, what are you doing reading this? And so I kind of, when I woke up, I remembered it. I thought, you know, I need to. I got the point. And um, as I gave my life to Christ, I mean, you know, you kind of got, realised I was serious. And of course, I didn't have any of the jargon. I just said, for any Christian jargon, whatsoever, I just had what I got from the Gospel of John. And uh, he, pa- I mean, the power of God came on me. In the sense that my body happened, this is just me surrendering. But something extraordinary seemed to take the leaders. They, uh, because it was so dramatic, they now this was a charismatic church. So, and of course, I'm now a baby. You know, I thought I'd receive the spirit at conversion. They don't necessarily speak in tongues. It doesn't mean you haven't received the spirit. The interesting thing for me was that neither that dream each other. They were vital and shared elements in my to sell books. It was only later that I discovered there was any controversy. As though you were either a word person or you were... That's not what we read in Gospels, Acts, New Testament, anywhere. Experience. You're also wrong. It's both. It's a false dichotomy. And just won't meet the needs of men and women... And to only focus on both these aspects. So I would go from, you know, immersing commentaries. I didn't know when I was first converted that commentaries are supposed to be, I don't know, getting built up. And it's these two things that are getting built up at the same time. Thing. I'm not talking about the institutes. His commentaries are just 
brilliant. Well, I was converted in or out of or through. And so my, uh, they told me I got it. I got it at conversion. I'd had, I'd had this experience later. And I wouldn't have known that I didn't have it at conversion if I hadn't have got it later. And then kind of a response of worship type song. And I don't know what happened inside. And I just couldn't, I couldn't help it. I don't know, I don't know what was physically, but kind of before me was like an expanse. Not the immensity of God. The massive, expansive, in, this is 1984. And uh, I could hear someone saying, what a powerful experience. Two things changed immediately. First of all, the pride that I had, which I'm afraid to say was old that day. Uh, the second thing was I began to speak in tongues. Not kind of thought I'd have a go, I suppose. I don't really know. what was, I just repeated these kind of couple of syllables, couple of syllables, and then it just flowed. Word of God, which led to me, as I've said already, reading commentary after commentary after reading classics. That word was really like the, almost like scripture, so precise and high. Uh, secondly, an almost fanatical commitment to evangelism, which a real commitment to evangelism. So I remember um, um, to the church to because I knew that they had this stamp, this self-inking stamp, disturbing her, whoever it was who answered. Um, um, and anyway, oh, you know what? Is this? So I explained what I was doing, and he said, oh, okay, well, you can use the table there. It wasn't a negative thing from his side at all, but I was just, so I wrote them out by hand in agony, and I just would give out tracts everywhere I went. Why? Because it on treasure I never even knew existed. Why would you not want to proclaim that? Educated or how little educated they are, they're a soul, they matter to God, they need the gospel. Marquee where there was a bar at the end. And there was a stage there as well. Now, Mark and I had played hours and hours and hours together all night. Guitars and says, we're on. The sound guy says, we can go. And I thought, oh. and I'm left at the mic, strumming nothing. Side to side, front to back in seconds. It was on minutes. It was packed. Improvising. And finally, after about five minutes, the, I could see the sound. It was for you. I'll make it happen. If you're willing to share the gospel, if you say, God, use me. So that was the second thing. And then, of course, people like a, uh, an injured ankle or something wrong with their ankle. I don't remember what exactly. A problem with that? No, 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 no. Ah. Huh. What it was, uh, she did something to her ankle and she's on medication. It's swollen. And when he told me the story that she, and we wouldn't recommend this, but she did it anyway. She ran a little bit of a, of a journey in terms of praying for the sick. But it's, and when the Spirit comes upon you, as he could come upon you now, the mercy of God, the tenderness of God, the, the closeness, the warmth, the, but, oh, it called me into other things, ministry, but, and not everyone has, where is it? If you say you've got it, where is it? And so, even if you know, well, actually, I look back, Spirit, Paul says, Ephesians 5.18, go on being filled with the Holy Spirit. So you don't even need to repent of your sin and you set up your life to be more disciplined. That's not what Paul's talking about. It's upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. And that bold, we're kind of separating out again what, we, what we'll go for and what we won't go. Now, he may use you in a wonderfully different way from the way he would... He says this, go forward, and he's actually, he's, he's, uh, he's fun to listen to, go forward in actual work, 
After all, like the apostles, I love this line, like the apostles, I hope our will be our acts. Our acts. Can up with speculations. Um, he's talking about end time kind of theories and all of Discoursing to the poor concerning Jesus. Don't get so caught up in theological that you neglect serving the poor. We must be done with daydreams. Classic Spurgeon, that. I don't mind how big your egg is. It may be an shell. We want facts. Deeds done, souls saved. It's of saving from going down to hell. That's quite a punchy challenge. But it's good to have a challenge every now and then, don't you think? So... For, for these things but you are and we pray Lord that your Holy Spirit would come even now upon us to all creation you fill us with your spirit Lord even preoccupied with feeding their bodies rather than their souls and fill us afresh Lord Holy Spirit Come, come upon us, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Be filled. Be filled. These, these waters are for you. More of your power, Lord. Some of you particularly feeling, Lord, I, I want to move for some power here. Just receive from him an increase of your power in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Pray for the sick. Uh, why don't you just just show me where you are? Just lift your there's, there's There's enough of you to come forward, I think, and pray for you. We'll pray for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Your power.
Cool. So, um, yeah, Father, thank you so much. Father, we this kind of thing where there's an irregular heart. Uh, it, you want to, we pray, Lord, more, more, Lord, more. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Just receive. That's great. The spirit is fresh. It's wonderful. God's done that renewal. You're blind. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Even better. I just have a sense that words in meetings and and that God wants to do that. He wants to defy the body of Christ is a good thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's just felt our faith lift. And so, God, right now we pray that you come, God, that you give specifically in the realm of, of, of spontaneous gift will for us, Lord. That's what you want to do. You want us to be able to see what you're doing in the sad prophetic words who know the leading of the Spirit. I pray that you would increase a gift of revelation on this church in the name of Jesus. Keep receiving. It's one sin. Rambabu, an Indian, you know what it is to stand in the counsel of God. Jesus. And of course, the, the moment of engagement is when you're seed appropriately of your faith within the presence of God, receiving from Him. Just like that little, but I pray for your Holy Spirit to continue to work in our hearts for you. And I pray for this congregation. I prosper and be born again. That those who are outside the line, Christians who aren't yet settled in a church, you knit them in here, Lord. Not yet aware of, in 2020, you'd open doors of ministry. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Loves that. There's just like such a lovely, sincere seeking of God in this church. In South Africa, a lot of us have a heart for diversity and wanting to reach out to those. As you do that, God will connect you. God will use you to step across the barriers and to seek you. Well, we think we're trying hard, but Lord, we're just responding because you're drawing us, seeking after you. And I pray, Lord, as they, they seek after you, as they make room in their hearts, those who've been on the fringes, and that they would be drawn in to the ever-increasing love. I want to grow in boldness to share the gospel with the non-believer. Darkest night, known you as a father, 
I've known you as the goodness of God Faithful And all my life With every breath that I am able God To me Your goodness is running out I've known you as my father I have in the goodness of God goodness of God and here Come home. 
to be more than what we can muster. This song, and I think, I think it was Zulu that we were singing, and Father God, it, Jesus, to go wider in diversity. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you would eyes and hearts of love towards others, Father God. Yeah, but it's more than what we can muster, Lord Jesus. Beginning of something that we're going to continue to trust you for this year, Lord Jesus. Go in your grace. May we go in your power. We ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen.